0: Welcome to Thriller Bitcoin Welcome to Thriller Bitcoin
1: And then a lot to live in It matters less to me now And a pleasure to ride Was knowing that they'd never feel
2: as good As a bash bit of Rift Store Coke
1: A smell of sauerkraut An angry customer's face Confused cause they didn't get the way It's something they would never allow for they have to allow
2: Because this pitiful exchange Will be the
1: sole high point of our day I guess I'll keep on chuckling Till there's no more breath in my lungs
2: Gee, welcome to the pod. Man. Glad to be back. Happy to be back. What have you been up to? Building, man. Uh, a lot of building, you know, shaking hands, kissing babies.
0: Really? Like physical? Physically shaking hands?
2: Physically shaking hands.
0: What do you whose hands are you shaking? Uh
2: you know, the plebs, uh non corners coming into the space. Uh anybody I can meet that's interested, really. Yeah. Yeah, there's something different about when you can shake a person's hand and it's more personal, you know? You can't get that. uh zoom, Did we ever zoom. shook
0: hands? Yeah, we shake hands every
2: time. Shake hands,
0: fist bump, you know? I'll take one. There we go. <laughs> um, I was going to say, how's San Antonio? Because you're doing the San Antonio Bitcoin Club still, right? I am. It's going great, man. Um, last
2: month we had a, uh, we scaled up our uh, meetup. Mm hmm. Had a bunch of big names from the city show up. Who? Um, one of them is uh, Lou Mormon. He created. Lou? Who's Lou Mormon? Lou Mormon. He's uh, known as Mister Uber San Antonio. He created the whole tech district and got Uber into the city.
0: Oh, did he really?
2: Yeah. Oh wow. So uh, that was that's a cool uh, connection to have down there. He's working with us, and uh, I saw another man, uh, Grant Weston. He owns the whole building that uh, Geekdom runs out of and- uh, What's geekdom? It's like an entrepreneurial center. Um, just a whole bunch of different companies there. Is it like a capital factory or is it like a- it, It's exactly like a capital factory. Oh wow. They're actually working with
0: capital factory now. Nice. Yeah. That makes sense. The way they said it- uh, They don't have any Bitcoin there? Or are you doing anything out of there yet? But, hey, they got it now. Really? <laughs> oh yeah. Building a plug lab out in San Antonio? No working way, really? It. We're working to it, man. We're working. Whoa, dude. Dang, that's gonna be epic.
2: It's been a fun, crazy ride, man. You know, I saw how y'all built it out here and uh Ah, we didn't do anything. I saw how it came to formation out here. Yeah. And uh yeah, man, a lot of things play into it. Uh yeah, yeah, fun ride though. I wouldn't have it any other way. Who um who introduced you to the the Geekdom guys? Honestly, I found them myself, man. I uh did
0: they come to the San Antonio Bitcoin Club?
2: The Geekdom guys uh no, I uh, found out that they were the, uh, hot, the tech hotspot of San Antonio and uh, oh. wanted to put Signal out into the uh, world from the heart of the city, yeah. the heart of
0: that tech district. You know, Are there I, any Bitcoin developers over there? What does it look like?
2: Developers, uh, we're working on it. A lot of cybersecurity people, I'm trying to uh, bring them in like that. And, you know, hopefully they can give uh, the developers here some back end support. Okay. You know, they're already pretty prepped for it. So uh, we're working on it. We're working on it.
0: Yeah, dude. I would say, I would say just like start with um, getting the signal out there, keep building it. And then eventually, you know, hopefully, um, hopefully some developers. I mean, if there's anybody listening right now that's a Bitcoin developer that's in San Antonio, definitely talk to G. He could probably hopefully get you some space there to work out of. But um, I think we're going to need these hubs, dude, in order for like this whole thing to take off, I think there's gonna to have to be multiple Pub labs. Um, and I think it's, we're all gonna to have to like help each other figure this out. Like I'm bullish on that.
2: It's definitely a new iteration of business coming in um, to the world right now. You know, when I'm in San Antonio and I mention Bitcoin, everyone kind of looks at it like, "Huh? oh, that's interesting. And-
0: uh, Wait, they don't understand it or they just don't get it yet?
2: They don't grab understand the concept of uh, building on Bitcoin yet. Gotcha. And, uh, so that's what I have to like break down to everybody, you know, um, I I went to a mixer the other day and they were saying, you know, I had a bunch of, there was a bunch of realtors, a bunch of, uh, just entrepreneurs in all these spaces. Talk about my parents, you know, I was talking about it. Uh, they all have, uh, they all have a community that they built those businesses on top of. Mm -hmm. So that's what we're trying to establish right now is a community for which you can bring in
0: the businesses for the wants and the needs and uh yeah supply and demand and that's the thing i think uh and i've known this other than text my whole life like san antonio has a big vibrant tech community right like they have RackSpace over there they have i think i think hostgator was there at one time then they came up here it's a big uh security area i think right Cybersecurity space isn't it yeah booming cyber security space so yeah. I, it does not like a it's not like a you know, crazy concept of like starting out the San Antonio Bitcoin club there, getting that rolling. And then at some point, you know, getting into geekdom, making that connection and then literally trying to get some kind of work area space, work in there, get like one Bitcoiner, you know, maybe we spell in every time, you know, Austin's Bitcoin developers just go down there for like a day or something, just to spell in, just to get people in the room. And then it just starts building out, dude. And then it's just like off to the races, but it's, uh, it, it has to provide value. And like, that's the biggest thing. I think what we do at club lab is we're just a platform for people to come through and like, we just provide value on all areas. And I think as long as you're doing that and, and you're staying open, like it's, it's, it's easy to do uh, to, to a certain extent, right. Without the money part, you know, Oh yeah. But, um, um, if even you're the, just a service to Bitcoiners, regardless if they're developers, or not, I think it's always a win-win because you're holding Bitcoin but you're also like doing, you know, doing the same mission that Satoshi did. Yeah. And then you're saving the world. <laughs> That's Chance, the cool man. part. Uh,
2: saving the world, I, you know, I tell everybody back home, uh, you know, you want to make a difference, it starts at the community level. Um, so I, my mom's head of uh, Neighborhood Watch back home, you know, really involved. Is she really? Yeah, she just got into it. So, uh, you know, I've been telling her, I wanted to start doing like more things in our neighborhood, uh, Yeah. like recently, for example, Um, big time home buyer in San Antonio donated a bunch of land to the neighborhood to build a YMCA. That's cool. But the city shot it down. Why? I don't know. I asked my mom, she don't know either. So I said, you know what? That's fine. We'll start something here ourselves. Uh, And that involves, you know, maybe uh, bringing in the youth and, uh, you know, asking them if they want to make some Bitcoin, go around the neighborhood and, you know, clean it up. You
0: know, get some oh, graffiti. Oh, that's a off. great idea. You know, like a beach cleanup and stuff. Yeah, that just, makes sense. You know,
2: get their hands on the coin. Um, yeah. Just teach them. You know, Austrian economics. Just teach them things the schools not teaching them right now, or society's not teaching them right now. Yeah. So, uh, yeah, a lot of big things in the works. Uh, got a church on that side too. I really want really? to get them involved. Did you orange pull them? Not yet, man. That's a that's a tough
0: cookie to tough, tough cookie to to crumble. I haven't really. I'm supposed to be speaking. Actually, let me check real quick. I need us. need us. Uh, one of my. Um, my other one. Um, oh yeah, she did. Yeah. So yeah, at my church, <laughs> the uh, one of the leaders there reached out to me and wanted me to speak. Mm. Um. So I need to. I need to reply to her and say if I can do it next Monday. Um, but yeah, I think I think the, like I like they don't know that I work in Bitcoin, but they do know I kind of work in Bitcoin. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think it starts with first them, like, it's, you know, it's getting for them to get to know you first. For sure. Then it's having that conversation about like, you know, what Bitcoin can do. Right. Um, but it's done very carefully and it's done over the course of time. You can't just like throw Bitcoin in their faces. Like you got to be a part of their community first. And then it kind of slowly happens. But I, I'm i I'm, I'm not going to say I'm trying because I'm definitely not like, it's not a motive of mine to do, but it's something that I will be open and honest about it if They ask about it.
2: For sure. Yeah. I like the way you said that because uh, Slim said that the last time he was here, you don't, you don't just walk, to, walk up to a rancher and start talking Bitcoin. You know, you ask them uh, what his family's done in their lives. You know, how did he get to the spot in his life he's at? You know, and uh, they'd start trusting you eventually. Um, you know, you gain that level of trust. And with the ranchers, he was like, you know, you start buying their product and all that. And then eventually it just turns into Bitcoin. So I, kind of the same concept. I, uh, you know, I talked with the leader of the church on Sunday when I was back there and uh, I didn't tell him Bitcoin either. I just said, you know, I'm doing something uh, real big in tech here in the city. And uh, I just wanted to let the leader know, you know, I was going to that church since I was little. And, uh, you know, I just shook his hand and I was like, you know, you don't know this yet, but you're part of something really big. Like, and I told him, uh, you know, this thing's going to grow so big. I hope you see it. And with that, I hope we can, you know, build that church up and build that whole community up. That's, yeah. that's the number one thing. It's, it's not about the money.
0: Yeah, it's not. There's a, I was reading my, um, I was reading my, um, my daily kind of like, um, prayer book that I read every morning when I pray. Okay. There was one yesterday that I said, but it, it, the one today was saying like, um, it was like walk in, the, walk in the light. And it was something like uh, being of service or, or being of service to others mm-hmm. is the greatest reward or something like that. But um, I think to your point, I think about starting off in the church and like just being a part of the community, getting to know them, and then like to letting them know what, what you do I think for me, I think the reason they've like really took to a liking to me was, I don't know if you remember when I got baptized, mm-hmm. but like I shared the link online. Okay. Got a lot and of then, attention. And then it got a lot of attention in the Bitcoin space. Um, and uh, I think, I think for that, I think, um, when later that, and then I don't, most people don't know this, but like, dude, there was like seven, eight Bitcoiners at my church when I got baptized. Oh, wow like people that we know, and I won't, I won't dox them, but, um, people that we know, uh, here in Austin that came to my baptismal. And afterwards we were all kind of hanging out and it was like super emotional vibes were high car, just got baptized. And, uh, we were all talking amongst each other. And you know, that how Bitcoiners like all, all Bitcoiners are very unique individuals. We all look very unique. And, uh, it was interesting because, um, afterwards we had our little after you know everybody left and i said hi and i you know got hugs and stuff like they left and then i went off to this little like ceremony that we had like private thing yeah they were they were like who were those people were those your friends they're like that guy with there he was so freaking cool like these are like people a part of my church they were surprised that um like, all my friends had came out. I'm sure they were all pumped, too. All, all the friends that
2: showed up, I'm sure it was, like, high energy. I mean, it's always high energy when a bunch of big corners get together. Yeah, dude. So that level of, like, but vibration we, <laughs> in the church are like, holy crap. Yeah,
0: so it was, um, that was amazing. And and I think ever since then, and then I was like, yeah. I was like, yeah, I, like, yeah. I tweeted it out. They're like, oh, you used Twitter? I was like, yeah, I tweeted it out. And then I showed them the link, and then they shared it amongst the, oh, the community, wow. and they saw all the people that were liking and retweeted and stuff like that. And then father Pat came up to me and he was like, so you're like some kind of celebrity or something. I'm like, no, I'm not father Pat. I'm just she told him I got a little clout. No, I'm like, no father Pat. I'm just walking in the light. He's like, oh, but um, I think, I think it starts there. I think it starts with like inspiring, not only the people around you, but sometimes you can inspire your church, man. You can I mean, inspire within your church with yeah. what you're doing in the community or what you're doing with Bitcoin. But before you know it, you're like, you're inspiring them so much. They want to be like you, you know, in some ways, right? Like it's, it's a, it's a rewarding thing. And I think looking to that, to the point that I want to come to at the end was this was like, there was, um, I thought I took a picture of this quote, but I guess I did it. You know, the, the Bible, the Bible talks a lot about like listening to your leaders and listening to the people that are you know, the, 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 uh, the, the heads of, yeah. you know, these organizations, especially Catholicism, they talk a lot about that, right? Yeah. Um, that we're not supposed to break away from it, but they do really hit on point that if your leaders are failing and if you're, and, and the people that you're, con- uh, you know, uh, uh, congregating. Yeah, with that, if they're not doing just and moral things, it is your duty as a Christian to call them out on that and to fork it, you know what I mean? And so, like, and and that's like one of the things that I've always like told myself is like, you know, sometimes you have to call out these leaders that are doing immoral and um, horrible things to our community, and you have to like really let them let other people know, like, hey, these aren't these are our leaders, but they're not doing a great job, and it's time to like move away from that kind of um, leadership. Yeah, and you can do it in a right and just way. You just have to take the you know, the, 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 the right r- steps. Yeah. The right sure. steps. And, and I think, I think for me, like the church that I go to, they've always been pretty based like that. That's what I like about my church, my local church. It's
2: interesting. You bring that up because um, the one that I uh, really want to, you know, uh, support um, the one I attend back in San Antonio and I, am uh, not going to dox them, but um, you know, they're making some moves and it's just like, what's going on. And, uh, you know, funds have came up sometimes and I'm just like, that shouldn't, funds shouldn't be a thing. It should be, you know, you should want to build your community up. And for a while that church used to have like, you know, community events with like Halloween and then they have basketball courts. It was awesome. Like my parents would always, uh, go volunteer. But one year they just like five years ago, probably they cut it off, uh, due to funds. And I was like, why like you have a whole neighborhood right next to you. Like that was awesome for the kids to, you know, be able to go somewhere. They're not walking on the streets at night, you know, parents could even go just to chill. They have food, free food, free drinks. Mm -hmm. It was a good thing, man. And uh, they got, they went away from that. So uh, that's why like, I'm really focusing on, you know getting everybody more involved and uh, bringing back that communal aspect to my family side of the city. Uh, It's a very underdeveloped part we have a lot of work to do, but uh, there's a lot of potential. So uh, it's going good, though, man. It's going good. Um, like I said, we're gonna do things with the kids. Uh, I even saw they were doing a Harlem Bitcoin. They did a basketball tournament. I think they, oh wow! Yeah, I think it was like a million sets for the uh, for the winner. So uh, that would be cool, you know. Hopefully, maybe we can get like a video game tournament down there. You know, they have some of yeah, some of those, uh, some of those cool. lightning games. I, I was talking with the E Arena down there. I mentioned to them how, you know, on Fortnite, you'll shoot somebody and you get a point of damage. Yeah. And now you can get a sat for for damage. And I was like, don't you think that's cool? Like, you're, that these guys could get paid for how good they do. And if they win the whole thing, they get more. Yeah. So, uh, yeah. yeah.
0: I was talking to Tidwell and they're talking about a lot of Zebedee stuff. Um, yeah, there's definitely there to, um, definitely room there. And I think that's one thing that I like what we do here at Pub Lab is like, We're just trying to help everybody that reaches out to us. And I think as long as, as long as I think, as long as like, if that keeps moving forward, if we we all do that together successfully, like to each other, I think that, I think that gets us over the edge, man. Call me naive, but I think that's enough. I really do.
2: You keep coming with that quality and, you know, it's hard to, uh, it's hard to ignore that. You know what I'm saying? Uh, You know, y'all provide a whole bunch of quality here. And uh, when I go back home, you know, Whole bunch of quality. I've even talked with those cybersecurity teams about how y'all do the uh, workshops. Mm-hmm. I'm starting to tell them like, hey, like if y'all wanna start building on Bitcoin, like the best of the best is in Austin. We have them in our backyard. We, we should utilize it, you know? And uh, yeah, I mean, I'm just telling them to watch the video. Let me know what kind of a uh, quality you get out of it. And I start telling them like, you know, y'all have all the badasses out here. Y'all have all the legends.
0: Yeah. Carmen's going to be doing a DLC workshop. And then uh, oh, wow. we even signed on Keon to do a web of trust. Oh, wow. Yeah. Coming with it. Dude, the web of trust one. Um, that's going to be pretty epic because Keon, I remember when he was working on that, it took him like a month. That's all he was thinking about. It was like an obsession. It was kind of cool when he was working on it. So yeah, um, that's a lot of value that um you know that that we're providing here and it, it's good because it's all open source and it's all freely available on github and stuff and I think is I think as long as more and more of these like Publabs pop up and they kind of they can kind of operate that way and don't like keep stuff close to the chest and if they're just open and honest with what they're doing and they're you know using themselves as a platform to like spring load and everything I think that will get us over the edge I really believe Call me naive, man, but I think that's enough. Like, it's so cool too,
2: like how the protocol's open, open source, and how you're talking about, you know, leaving it all open source and
0: everything. Yeah, like, build in the open, man. There's nothing wrong with that. We're we all make mistakes, and we're we're just going to continuously get better, and that's how we improve. But yeah, no one knows if you're building, you know, if you're building in the closed, and it's just I don't know, man. Maybe it's just me becoming more hippy dippy, but. I feel like, I feel like that's
2: the way, man. How you said uh, closed systems, you know, compared to open source. I saw somebody posted online the other day, uh, closed systems. It's like a house with a gate in the front. People don't get in.
0: Yeah. It's you like, you, you even see that too. I've said this many times before. You, you even seen it with companies, not just in the Bitcoin space, but like in, in the tech space too. Like if you're, if you're closed and you're playing close to the chest, there's no way you're going to, I mean, maybe you will be successful, but it, it's. It, everybody moves faster together if we're open and honest with what we're doing and how we're working. And it's, we're too small of a community for us not to collaborate collectively. In my opinion, I mean, there's only like 14, 15,000 Bitcoiners, right? Like in working in the space, maybe if that, maybe less, probably I'm probably like misquoting it. It's probably like more like 9,000, right? Like if you really think about like how many Bitcoiners are working in this space right now, maybe like 9,000, including the meetups, around there. So like we should all be working collectively to the mission of like, fix the money, fix the world. And that gets us faster there.
2: Well, I I don't know. I think we are, you know, uh, doing it collectively because like I said, it starts locally, you know, how y'all are doing it out here. You know, I saw that back home in San Antonio. Yeah. How uh, nothing was happening like, in Austin, and Houston, Dallas. So, uh, yeah, I think it just, like, again, it starts locally, and uh, us, you know, setting up all these nodes, you know, uh, ties us all together, and, you know, it helps us push the uh, Bitcoin standard onto the world, you know, one city at a time. I think so. It's not going to happen
0: overnight. Yeah, that's one thing I liked about going to Nashville last week was um, the amount of, like, well, obviously, uh, the amount of hospitality from everybody at Nashville, like shout out Rod, shout out Odell, like even Josh. Um, yeah, it's just, um, it's good to see that kind of hospitality and it's good to see their openness and stuff like that. I mean, that's, that was one of the biggest inspirations coming back here to Austin was the openness that was over there in Nashville. That's what I loved about them, how open they were with everything. And like, Try to implement that even more so here at Plub Lab because I feel like we've always been open, but after coming back from Nashville and see how open they are, it's probably we double down on it because it's it's working over there. It's definitely something that a lot of us here in Austin could definitely do a little be a be a little bit better about. So, so yeah, it's inspiring.
2: Like, it sounds like uh, the way you said it, iron sharpening iron. You know, wow. already killing it out here. They're killing it out there. Y'all went out there and you came back. You know, more sharp. Maybe
0: you know. Maybe I love those prayer hands. That is a nice little rug. That's a nice art piece in general. Yeah, I think Austin and Jana brought it first.
2: I gotta ask too. Did you get any Nashville hot chicken?
0: (laughs) So, dude, we, me and Tristan, like, we spent like the whole week together. It was freaking hilarious, dude. That kid's hilarious, Uh, or that young man's hilarious. Uh, It, dude, we went. We were asking every Uber driver like where's the best hot chicken? It was like Hattie B's, Princes, like just hearing those two names over and over and over again. We ate we ate at Mulligan's, like right down, you know, near there. And it was um it was good. It was okay. Uh, and then me and Tristan went out to like go check out the, the the scene in Nashville, right? Okay. And uh we went to we tried going to Hattie B's, but it was just too packed. The line was like worse than Hop Dotties. It was oh, like wow. completely completely crazy and then so we end up going to princesses princesses princess maybe um dude yes hot chicken there was excellent i'd probably if i go back i would just go to princesses or princess princesses
2: Prin- princesses.
0: Yeah, princesses maybe I, I forget what it's called but <laughs> i'd rather just i would just go there because what's the point of waiting in a two-hour line when i've already had hattie Bees. i think the first time i went to Nashville, i didn't think it was I, mean, I knew it was great, but I didn't know if it was like anything worth writing home about. But I felt like Princesses was just as great, and it's probably how they look at barbecue here. It's like you know, sure you can go to Stubbs, you can go to uh, Mueller, like you, you can go to all these other places. You can go to yeah. Salt Lake. You Valentino's. can go to Valentin. Oh, well actually, I would probably go to Valentina's. I mean, that's
2: <laughs> worth the wait. That's yeah. actually worth <laughs> the
0: wait. <laughs> I would probably go to Valentina's. Shout out Valentina's. Did you know they're moving over there in San, San Marcos? I saw that. Yeah, it's yeah. gonna be cool, dude. They used to, they used to, they used to have like a little food truck over there off of Brody, like in yeah, back and of and a like gas that. station. Oh wow! And then the dude Franklin like yeah. went over there and he like blew them up, Jeez. and then they got a bigger place down Manchaca, I think. Yeah. And then apparently, like I was talking to this is by accident. I was in um, Bronfels, I think New Bronfels, maybe, mm. and I was hanging out over there checking out the town. And I walked into this place just because it was like a, you know, it was like a resale shop, but they sold like old antique stuff. Yeah, and I'm yeah, kind of yeah. into that shit. So like I went in there and I was just talking to him like I normally do, bought a couple things. And then like I, I I, walked, I, before I left, I was like, is there any good barbecue here? And she was like, well, my son-in-law uh, runs oh, wow. Valentina's. And I was Jeez. like, oh, snap. And I was like, oh, wow. I see that guy all the time on Instagram. I need to meet that dude. Small world. Yeah, because he makes like fideo, like uh you ever see that? He makes like a fideo taco with like brisket. I have
2: seen that. Dude, it looks freaking boss, man. Something about fideo and tortillas. Isn't Please it though? Dip in. Sure is, man. Um, second question. Did you eat any tacos out there? Any Mexican food? I know it's a little you north. Know
0: what? No. No. There's no tacos. How's the taco scene in San Antonio? Is it still strong? <laughs> it's better it's better than us. Was- you can say it, it's okay. You know, uh, I'll say That's this. Okay. it's okay. It's okay. It's
2: okay. G. Hey, they had, a, I already know they had a taco showdown a couple years back, San Antonio and Austin. Austin never showed up. So
0: <laughs> just saying that. happened. Yeah, dude, I, I, I love Austin, but when it comes to tacos, don't get me wrong. I still, I still eat them every day. I'm stacking tacos, but <laughs> <laughs> stack tacos. Um, yeah, dude, it's not—it's not comparable to San Antonio. Somebody was telling me it's—it's the—it's that government cheese that they use. Is that what it is? Somebody it's somebody all the seed oils. That. <laughs> somebody said,
2: yeah. Somebody
0: said that. I was like, okay. Maybe, maybe. No, I, I'm sure they do high quality stuff over there. I always, you know what it is? You know what it really is? G? I think it's because over there it's like true Mexican tacos because everything—at least the way I was brought up—like everything was like my dad used to go to the the butcher shop and buy like you know a a cow's head or whatever to make barbacora okay and then like he my mom would be making the the tortillas like from scratch and then they would bake in the oven like that's how i was brought up and then he would he would cut up the pico de gallo you know and like that would come from like a mercado all the plant stuff and it would be a whole thing that he would do over the course of a weekend but like That's how we used to eat. And I think that's what's going on. Is like you have people that are really making it the way it was supposed to be made. Yeah. And not just like prepackaged. Because another thing too, dude, like did you grow up where like your parents or maybe your mom? But my dad used to like full on make pinto beans from scratch with like bacon fat and all that stuff. Throw it in the crock pot and just leave it. Then he would mash them. Then he would put chorizo in there to make refried Ooh. beans. And then he would make chalupas. Because my mom would make homemade cordillotillas. And then she would fry them. Okay, yeah. It's like, yeah, I, like that's how I used to eat chalupas. That's how my grandma was like that. Yeah. yeah, it was like very intentional about every single thing, every step. Um, so.
2: They say it tastes better because uh, their hands were seasoned <laughs> that, that's, that's another that's another i've secret. never heard that before my, i have a buddy that's a chef and he tells me that some seasoned hands from the wow the grandma's and the moms can make a, is that what it is better food that's what they say and the wooden spoon
0: that's seasoned oh also. dude that's that's uh-huh. a scary spoon man i used to get hit by that spoon <laughs> it was dude a, my mom was hardcore like that dude when i was young i uh i didn't get the spoon, come out with me
2: with the spoon the wooden spoon i got the little paddle with the ball once it broke it was like that oh, was a yeah. paddle <laughs> Like MacGyver, you gotta kind of use whatever's around you.
0: Yeah. What was it like for you growing up? Did you because you grew you, you didn't grow up in San Antonio, right? You grew up in um, King, uh, yeah.
2: Kingsville. No, we grew up in
0: San Antonio. Oh, you did grow up in San Antonio. Yeah, I Went
2: to school out there at Kingsville for a little while.
0: Oh, okay. So how how was it? Uh, how was it growing up in San Antonio? We never talked about this before.
2: How was it, man? It was cool. Um, everybody got along. You know, there was uh, yeah, we were all of our friend. All of our high school is really tight. Everybody's really cool. Uh, I brought this up the other day with my sister, you know, the, I think the military presence there kind of instills some of those uh, qualities into the city, you know, like uh, takes a whole village to raise a child. You know, if you see a, like a kid acting out, usually somebody will say something. Mm-hmm. Um, another one was like the 10-4 rule. What's 10-4 rule? When you're like walking in a hallway and you see somebody 10 feet away, you acknowledge them at 10 feet. Oh wow. And then once they get to four feet, you greet them. Interesting so uh, yeah I just see like uh, those qualities are like buried into the city and uh, Surfer Jim actually brought it up those are called uh, first principles when did he bring this up at Bitblock Blue or something? yeah okay and uh, those first principles are like what we all you know can uh, use as I guess a glue to you know keep everybody I guess on this certain standard uh, just keep everybody um, grounded you know, because we have to have something That's the foundation of everything You know, when I say first principles You know, kind of like the Ten Commandments Like, love thy neighbor You know, if you see a kid in trouble You know, help out the kid You know, a woman in distress You know, a man should step in And you know, intervene or whatever mm-hmm. Things like that um, The list goes on with all those first principles But uh, Another good one was in my In my uh, neighborhood My mom was saying uh their meeting some guy was offering you know if anybody wants to put security lights up i can install them i'll do it for free and my stepdad was like man he's like you don't hear that anymore and i told him i was like well that's what we have to get back to you know that should yeah that should be a common thing uh, i told him you know in austin it's like that yeah it is like that in austin yeah the community here like you need something you can definitely reach out to someone and uh, necessarily you don't even got to pay them like i was telling my family, I go, yeah, like that's cool of that guy and he can install it and you can offer him a meal. You know, you can offer him some
0: type of- uh... Or just like, you know, whenever, next time you make like barbecue, bring him a plate. Like, yeah. That's how it was, dude. Like for me growing up in like the Bay area, it was like here in Corpus. Like it was, it was more like, it was like that, dude. Like you would go, like me and my brother would go out fishing on like a Sunday. And we would take the bus with our fishing poles and we would bring our like very little small tackle box okay and yeah. we would take the bus down to like coal park and like um yeah the coastal bend like had that kind of thing too where we would go out there we didn't have any bait but my younger brother david would just like walk up to somebody and we're like hey can we get a couple pieces of shrimp and they would give it to us because they think we were just like yeah, just, kids. just kids and then we would start fishing and then before you know it like we would catch something and like we would use that perch to like more bait. Yeah. The next thing you know, you're bringing back yes. home, like a uh, couple of fishes that we would eat. Like, but that's how it was back then. Like it, it was like that. And I feel like maybe we got away from it during COVID. What do you think? Yeah. I mean a little bit, you know,
2: uh, everybody was separated for a little while. Uh, we were, we moved into zoom meetings and yeah, you know, yeah. FaceTime. I mean, it's still, people still do FaceTime a lot, but, uh, it was more of a thing now, you know? And, uh, yeah, man, I, I think that really affected a lot of people's mental. And even my sister yesterday we were talking about, and she's like, I think we're getting back to normal. I was like, we're getting there slowly. You know, more people are starting to, you know, go out and talk to their neighbors, talk to the people around them. Like when COVID was happening and all that stuff, you had more, uh, I feel like you had more neighbors engaging with each other, even if they were, the six feet apart and all that you know you get their perspective what's going on i give them my perspective and then like you know that's how people kind of got i saw that's how people kind of started coming outside whenever covid was still going on you know people were tired of being cooped up in their house you know what i'm saying uh couldn't go eat really you couldn't go anywhere with clothes mm-hmm. anywhere that's an enclosed area right um mm-hmm. but to be honest it, it's gotten a lot better man i don't see a as many people walking around with a mask outside. Um, it's not really too much of a thing. And I know they're saying like, you know, all this craziness is still going on. Is that what they're saying? It's what I hear sometimes, but I don't I don't pay attention to it, man. Dude, I, got, I, I got no problems already.
0: I don't even, it's, yeah. I don't pay attention to any of that. I just live in my world in Austin and other cities that I go to. And I look around me and talk to the people and that's the world. That's how I view the world now. I don't view the world through, uh, you know, a television screen anymore. I refuse to.
2: I just took mine out of my room the other day, man. I put up a whiteboard right there. Me too, man. Way better.
0: Me too. I don't have a television in my house anymore. Wow. Yeah.
2: Yeah, I was talking with the- That's
0: why we use, that's actually why we use like a a projector for the lab. It's like, I don't want a big black dark screen sucking in the light. I like that. That's pretty cool. I, I didn't think about the projector like that. Yeah, because you think about it, a projector projects out light, right? Yeah. So the other day after the after the workshop, me, a couple other people were watching a were watching a movie, <laughs> were watching a movie, uh, with the projector, and it comes out better. Yeah,
2: they say. Uh, yeah, you can get high definition projectors. Yeah, we have like a 4K now. projector.
0: Oh wow! It
2: was only like a hundred bucks, dude. Oh yeah jeez and you can scale it to like a bunch of uh, yeah.
0: size walls and all that right yeah for sure dude there's something about the light that um i mean even here in this room like you see the the lights here like there's something about being in the light getting sun um not not being consumed i mean like yeah we have a laptop here but this is to get work done when it's not getting work done it's closed there's something about that man there, there is there's something there i don't know what it is but it definitely messes with I'm in this big thing lately where I'm not consuming anything that's um, not going to help me with the mission, the sure. mission of like, you know, like fix the money, fix the world. If it's not helping you in the mission, I don't want to consume it. Then it's a distraction a hundred percent. Cause it's like input and output. right? Yeah. It's like kind of what slim talks about, about like us eating all these bad foods and stuff like that. It's like, well, that, that works with your media consumption too. So if you're consuming all sorts of uh, like, you know, craziness yeah. well guess what your output's gonna be it's gonna be just as ugly um so yeah. it's it, it's like it's um you have to watch what you're consuming i believe personally um and that's what i've been doing lately mm-hmm. and I, i'm thinking i'm thinking it's working i'm thinking the output is coming out the other end and it's looking high quality and i think it's because it's uh it's the input that's coming in yeah
2: i uh falls on to like what my stepdad would tell us when we were little you know we're into music and all this crazy You know being little I was watching you know MTV And all that stuff and uh, you know all he would Tell us you know guard, guard your ears and your eyes You know oh wow that's and, based uh, <laughs> Like guard your ears and your eyes But um, also too With Bitcoin like Like how, uh, how Donald said it One time you know Bitcoin Helps you look past the mirror And further oh, wow. you know It opens your eyes so Yeah that that's exactly What that reminded me of right there Cause, uh, yeah, whatever you're feeding yourself, you're definitely gonna, uh, yeah, output into
0: the world. And if it's yeah. negative, yeah, I've been hitting the sauna in the morning. Now I feel like my skin's finally like pouring out. And but um, yeah, dude, the sauna is like a really good thing too. Working out is also a good thing. Did you get all them seed oils out? Yeah, dude, I was I was in Nashville there. I'm sure the the chicken was full. Oh, now yeah. I'm back to my taco pleb diet, so I'm good now. Which is just like meat tacos meat tacos dude this week i'm starting to get back on it like you just starting to
2: start working out again more uh things have been hectic you know building and all
0: that um you got to make it a priority you know yeah dude i think it i think for me like i don't think i'm at my best if i'm like personally like i don't think i'm at my best if i'm not working out at 5 30 6 o'clock in the morning and then starting my day afterwards I don't think you get like high quality out of me unless I'm doing that. And, and I think, I think, I think a lot of the people that, uh, that, that I used to look up to growing up had that kind of regiment where they were just like, boom, boom, like systematically knocking things out during the day. Mm -hmm. And then at the end of the day, they finish it off and then back to sleep over again. And you just consistently like that. I think leave Sunday for rest for God and everything else. Just like, Money through Saturday, just like. And if we do that, if I do that, I think we'll be just fine. Uh, I think that's what it takes, dude. I think that's what it takes to, to fulfill the mission that we're all going after.
2: That and uh, you know you're not a nine to five guy. You know no, you dude. just said you work on Saturdays, like you know who what says is nine that? To
0: five? Yeah, who, who
2: says they work on Saturdays? Mm-hmm. I work on Saturdays. No weekends anymore, baby. Monday through Thursday,
0: all Bitcoin but like it's it's not even a thing like oh, i don't want to work Saturday it's like do we have the time for that like do we i see i see all those i see all those fiat companies and these fiat politicians that are doing things at an exorbitant rate right and they're working from like 10 to 4 monday through thursday mm-hmm. so to get a leg up on all those fiat Institutions, like I feel like we have to, or maybe it's just me. Maybe it's just me. No, nah. like I have to work twice as hard to um, to get the signal out there to 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 stop. Um, you know, to swing it back the other way from the darkness to the light. Like we have to like swing it back, and I think that's gonna happen. Um, I think there's more people, I feel like there's more people like us out there, G, that are listening to this, that are watching this, that are probably in the same mindset right now. I feel like it's coming around, dude. I feel like we're, I feel like it's swinging back the other way. People are waking Uh, up. People are definitely waking up.
2: You know, it's interesting you said that quote of, I mean, how you said that about, you know, businesses working, you know, nine to five, Monday through Thursday. It reminds me of a little snippet. I saw Kobe Bryant talking about, you know, he's waking up at 4 a.m. every day getting into the gym before practice at 10 o'clock and uh there's stories of him and he talks about you know if i put in these extra six hours every day and everybody's only going to practice you know 10 to 2 he's like i'm gonna be that much better than them because i put in that much more time So that kind of like reminded me how you were saying that you know the saturdays the late nights the late week nights that you put in um yeah it's gonna pay off man it's paying off
0: yeah it's uh um, that's, that's one thing I feel like at Publub that we do really well is, uh, um, a lot of us, all of us, I would say are very hard workers here. And we, um, maybe we, like you said, like iron sharpens, what'd you say? Iron sharpens iron. Yeah. It's, it's kind of like that. And I feel like once the one person does it and then you see the other people do it and then it becomes kind of like a dream team, right? Where you're like, Oh, I see how you did that. Like, Oh, show me that. Like it's, it's, we're all learning from each other. And, and um, cause they say it, right? Like you're the, you're the sum of the five people you hang around with the most, right? So it's, um, you're, I think you can, I think you can accelerate as a person faster inside the lab. I think that's what, I think that's what it does for people. It, 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 I think that's what, I think that's what Bitcoin does. If you, if you can do that, if you can be around Bitcoiners uh, and it's not just like a once a month thing but it's like a consistent thing every week to week, you're learning at a faster rate than everybody else because you're all collaborating collectively and you're um, learning different skill sets that you wouldn't have learned anywhere else because you can't go and teach this in a school. You can teach the basics, but you can't yeah. teach the the other things, the optimizations of it all. And yeah, so, yeah, man. I'm, Kobe's one of those guys, he was, he was obsessed, dude. That's one, one thing I always liked about him, his work ethic. His work ethic was just phenomenal. And the the crazy thing was too is like he would get so he would he would finish the game. G. He'd wake up at four thirty, work out, come back, hang out with his kids, take them to school, head to the gym, practice, play the game, right? Get iced down, then go back out there two shots, like shoot shots yeah. into the night. Come back home, sleep four hours. Same regimen. like over, like I think like that's is that is why he was great like that is why he still didn't eclipse michael like he still didn't get to jordan it's the closest thing we got he's though. the closest thing that he was the closest one that got that yeah. got there because and Jeez. and that's because if you ever watched some of his stuff like he wasn't even that talented he even says like i wasn't that 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 talented he said i just outworked everybody yeah
2: he had he said he went uh went back and like broke down like hakeem's you know, he yeah. shaking the pain because he didn't have a post game at first. He and would go he and study a, these guys. Yeah, it was interesting how because he- Because uh, he
0: would like go and study these guys, take what he liked from them, see if he can implement it in his own thing. Then he would implement it. And then he would add that to his craft. And then he would go, he would see somebody else. He would go learn from them. Yeah. Implement it. There's a great, uh, there's a great video I posted on my Twitter a while back where he's, where Dwayne Wade is like talking about Kobe Bryant. Okay. And he said that, like, until he played with them on the dream team, he didn't know, like, he didn't understand. Like, he always saw Kobe from afar, but he didn't know who Kobe really was. Yeah. And then he started working alongside of him. And then he saw it. And then he actually saw, like, oh, crap, this guy is effing obsessed. <laughs> like, and then that Dwayne Wade was like, you know what, like. I need to step my game up because I'm not even doing that, but I'm winning a championship. Oh, wow. And like he said that Kobe was that guy that like that big brother that he would always like reach out to and talk to uh, and that he would learn from and that when they would play against each other, he would literally tell him. he would literally tell him like, hey, I'm going to go do this. Yeah. And he would tell him before the game what he was going to go and do. And then Dwayne Wade would be like, that's the thing that pissed me off the most about Kobe is that he would say he was going to go do it and then he would do it. And then in the game I would try to stomp him, but I couldn't stop him because there's nothing I could do because he had been practicing that shot for the past week. Yeah.
2: Like, yeah, he knew it was going to be unstoppable.
0: Yeah. Um,
2: another cool one. Whenever yeah. cool story about Kobe studying, uh, I saw a real interesting one. He couldn't keep up with Alan Iverson when Iverson came in the league. Oh, I haven't heard this one before. Dude. So like, they say he went and studied how sharks hunt sharks. He studied no way. how this sharks hunt. So Never he could heard this Kobe stuff because they anticipate how you know the fish where they're going to move and they're a big animal and they're able to uh catch them at you know certain angles. So once he broke that down, he was able to shut down Kobe Bryant. <laughs> I mean, he was able to shut, <laughs> shut down, down Al Harrison.
0: Yeah, wow. that was a cool little little uh, fact. I didn't know that's what obsession does, man. When you're obsessed with, with your career, you're obsessed with um. What you're trying to accomplish, um, yeah, a person a person can go and you know do great things. Do great things that they really want to. It's just like you having to want to do it. Yeah, <laughs> yeah
2: you definitely have to want to, man. Like, uh, it's like you can't lead a horse to water and make them drink it. You know what I'm saying?
0: <laughs> I love that quote. Hey, we got a we got a fun fact today. Fun fact. You know, fun. You know, fa- fun facts are my favorite fact. G, did you know that? I like fun. I like this, facts. This is uh, Thriller Bitcoin's fun fact of the day. This one's a good one. This this took place in September. Wait, here we go. So this took place in September 2nd, 2022, in Round Rock. I'm not too far. Not too far. Here we go. Today's fun fact. Did you know, G, mysterious lights were spotted Thursday night north of Austin over Brushy Creek in Cat Hollow? The video was sent to Fox 7 by Gus McGibbon, he was out walking with his friend, Kyle. Ooh, I wonder if it was this oh, Kyle, Right. near Cat Hollow in Round Creek. In real life, when you see it, he says, it's a lot brighter than it actually is. Emily, Emily says she and her friend were near Brushy Creek, close to Cedar Park at that time. They also recorded a video clip. We'll play that clip as well too. It was mesmerizing, honestly. It was so silent because it was one light. Then I would have maybe thought, okay, a helicopter, a plane. But like, there was so many of them together. Fox seven asked White if she wondered if if she was having a close encounter, she said, I'll be honest, kind of, I don't know if I believe in all that, but I don't know, maybe I hear a lot of it in America, but it's just like, you never know, dude, UFOs are being spotted here. Oh, wow. They said Fox seven, Fox seven clarified UFOs may actually have been UAVs, unmanned aerial vehicles. So dude, that's today's fun fact of the day. UFOs, man. UFOs in Austin. What
2: do you think about this? Maybe they're, uh, you know, coming to learn Bitcoin. <laughs> you know, they 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 heard it was uh, the, the mecca, so they're like, let's go see what's going on. <laughs> they're
0: like, let's go see
2: what's going on. It's gonna be the interplanetary.
0: Yeah, because mon- uh, maybe they're maybe they're for the Round Rock meetup, right? Maybe they're for the Round Rock Bitcoin meetup. When was the last Round Rock Bitcoin meetup? They said September second, so it's possibility timeline lines up and I heard I, I heard I heard I heard I know there's a couple bitcoiners that we know that live up there so maybe they're orange pilling aliens now
2: question mark just saying it kind of uh, kind of connects right there actually you know what are the aliens gonna use for money in the future
0: a oh, hard money oh you think they're coming back and like okay so you maybe maybe it's like future future civilizations that are coming back to get Bitcoin whoa
2: I mean there's stories of uh, time travelers like that Mike Tyson have you seen that one?
0: Oh wait no! What's my title? It shows like? a
2: guy in the crowd filming with a smartphone. Wait, when was this? In the nineties? Uh, yeah. Wait, do we have smartphones in? The, I thought we did. No, and every, they say it's like some certain type of camera, but uh, it looks just like it looks like that with the with the wow. yeah. You can see three you can see three lenses on it, and it's just like what? Well, who did he knock out? Evander? Or? I don't remember. Uh, I know you can just YouTube it and look it up, but it yeah. definitely pops up. Play it. We'll play it here. Um, but yeah, it could be, I mean, yeah, it could be that we, we don't know. Do
0: you think, do you think time travel is possible?
2: It's not out of the realm of possibility, I would say. Do you think that
0: going into the past is more possible than going into the future?
2: Yeah. Because they said when you move so fast, you lose, or you, you move faster than the clock. So it technically, it goes back a second. Something about the if you go around, yeah, I, I've seen something you you can like go back a second or something like that. So I figure if you go fast enough, possibly. Did you ever
0: see the uh, did you go to the F Elon thing last year? I did. Do you remember when I think it was Drew from Unchained was up there, uh, talking about was he talking about time travel? Oh, bro, what was he no, talking he was about? Talking I don't remember about like
2: interplanetary stuff and uh. He was talking about a uh, Hitchhiker's Guide to the Galaxy, how they, uh, I think that's what you're talking about, right?
0: I just remember he was, I just remember Drew up there from Unchained was talking about like was, time uh, travel. I don't, I wasn't really paying attention at that time. <laughs> I, I, really, I, I do sorry. remember. Sorry. I mean, yeah. I just.
2: It was a fun time. It was a long <laughs> night. Yeah, it was, it was, that was definitely a crazy time. Everyone was loud.
0: Yeah I, mean, I, yeah, I was sitting front row, but I couldn't, I don't remember.
2: I remember Stacy was right there and she's like, Jesus Christ, is this, is this how y'all talking? how y'all are all the time in Austin?" Yeah, Spider House gets pretty lit, man. Uh, that was the first time I'd ever been. You never been in the Spider House? I
0: would never been. It was oh, awesome. Spider House. Do you have so many memorable memories <laughs> from the Spider House, dude? That's where like all the cool bands would play. Would be at Spider House Ballroom. It was a cool setup. Man, dude, seen so many great bands there. What was your favorite? Pure X. Oh wow. Yeah, those long, guys. When was that? Those guys are good. Twenty twelve, maybe. Dude, those guys are good. I, I gave. Dude, I like them so much that I gave Keon. For Christmas, a uh, pure X record
2: that's sick. Dude,
0: it's so good. I,
2: we'll play it. We'll play it at the end of the show. I recently uh, went to that Ramstein concert, they were just in San Antonio. Really? Oh, it was wild. The set, Wait, was who, crazy. who opened for them? It was just them. They had a pianist in the beginning, so that was pretty cool. The Du Haas one, right? Yeah, Duhas. Yeah, that's the Duhas. only song I know, Shh. but it was. I walked out just in time to watch it. What does like, that even mean? You hate me. Wow, it's like you, you hate. Oh,
0: you hate me. Whoa, yeah. dude! Man. That's the only thing I know of that song. <laughs> I didn't know that. How were they? Were they like old now? Or? Man, they're—I think they're like in their
2: sixties, man. Were they still crushing it? Oh man, the—they were the German Kiss, like
0: the flame, German Kiss, bro.
2: Flames going everywhere, like pyros were growing crazy. Um, kind of like that with the lights, like that, dude. Times a hundred. The stage was. Immaculate. I had never seen a setup that big before. It was, yeah. Yeah. Everybody was so pumped. They hadn't been here. And I think the concert got delayed like two years because of COVID. So everybody held on to those tickets. Really? Yeah, bro. It was wild. Wow. I was hold, walking around the they city. They huddled Ramstein's tickets. Dude, I was walking around the city and, like, yeah, people from like LA, Houston, Dallas, New York. They were just all here for the concert. It was like, wow. Dude, didn't the deftones roll through there? They come, they come, I don't know about recently. I know they come down yeah. a lot. They do come they down a lot. They never come to Austin, man. They go to San Antonio. We have. They have a real big fan base in San Antonio.
0: Man, dude, I want to I go to Deftones. Let me know when the Deftones play over there. I'll check that out for sure. Because uh, it'd be cool to see him one more time. Yeah. Yeah, but... Uh, do you listen to all sorts of music or no? You're kind of yeah. like me or no? Yeah, you I listen, you listen to everything, man. Of- yeah, me
2: too. Yeah, you got to be open on that. You yeah. never know what you're going to find, you know?
0: yeah. I love, I love also. I'm always like, before we came in, I was just jamming out in here, doing some work. But um, yeah, dude, I love, I love music so much. Your taste is real interesting. Nah, I don't think so. I think it's just, uh, I'm always on the lookout for new bands. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah.
2: Um, Yeah. I listen to everything. Uh, Yeah. Country, a little bit of rock. I mean, a lot of rock, a lot of hip hop. Country, uh. I like more Texas country to be honest. It, it reminds me of like the underground Yeah, I could see of like that. Underground Country, you know.
0: I like all the I always liked the bands that play on the Willie Nelson Willie Nelson concert. Like Particle Kid. There's a couple other bands that were playing this year. Oh, yeah. Dude, yeah. that Willie Nelson was concert that? was freaking epic, bro. I saw you
2: went there.
0: Um, dude, it was so good. I think I think we should get some Bitcoiners together next year and go together. It was a lot of fun, man.
2: Look sick. It looked like a big event. it was, remember- it was big and the music was really good. I remember at night uh you could see the crowd in the in the park and it was like it looked like acl dude it was a lot of fun
0: i got a couple i don't know I need, where is my Willie stuff that i bought I don't know what i did with it i think he probably gave it to my friends interesting yeah. fact you know he owns all of uh, south park
2: meadows over there off of slaughter he, that was just old playing grounds
0: no that used to be a uh that used to be a a venue or no it's like yeah, a theater yeah, right Uh
2: I just know he used to play on on those grounds a lot, and then when businesses yeah, came in, that
0: was in South Park Meadows before. Yeah. That used to be like a full on, um, yeah. I want to say that's where like the first South by was. Oh wow! I want to say I have to look into it. We'll, we'll post it up here, but right. um, yeah. Well, when he uh, when he I got, didn't know he owned it.
2: When the well, so he yeah, that was all his land, I guess. And when all those businesses moved in, he gets a cut from all the businesses now.
0: Oh, just really? because you, yeah, you Is that true, around. Willie? Dude, I need a. I know a guy that knows Willie Nelson. Okay. I need to send him to Kyle, so Kyle can orange pill Willie Nelson. I think. Wow. I think. I think. Honestly, these days, I don't try to orange pill people these days because it's really hard to, and I'm just not the guy to do it. But Kyle's really good at orange people, orange pilling people.
2: Yeah, for sure. I
0: mean. You
2: know, I uh, how you said, too, I I don't really orange pill people too much, but I do provide them truth. You know, I give them answers. Uh, my dad was telling me that he was like that as a teacher. He was like, you know, I was giving my students answers. They'd ask me whatever. And if I didn't know the answer, I'd go find it and I'd come back with it the next day. Mm-hmm. So I uh, kind of credit myself on doing that. You know, I like to get the right, the right source material, bring it back and be like, here you go run with it or you don't. Do you find it really hard to orange people over there in San Antonio or no? Man, I had a lot of practice with my family, so it's it's not too bad. I mean, I don't bring up Bitcoin at first, but I start bringing in, you know, Austrian economics, Keynesian economics, um, you know, how the school systems are, debt-based society, and that's whenever you start really catching them Uh, because, you know, no longer is it, oh, Bitcoin, I don't understand it. It's like, no, you understand inflation, you understand what's going on, you see it everywhere. Mm -hmm. It's like you have to Bring it down and be able to touch everybody with
0: it. You know what I'm saying? And from there, they can take it or uh, leave it. Yeah, dude, yeah. that's true. Are, are the, are the, is Austin Bitcoin or it, Austin, is San Antonio Bitcoin Club still, um, still training in um, more and more people?
2: Yeah, man. Uh, this last meetup we had, they had like 65 people. Shut up. Really? Yeah, usually it's like about, mm, it goes with like 10 to 20 people
0: usually. Man, we had only like 50 people at Austin Bitcoin Design Club. Kind of jelly. I'll be there
2: tomorrow. Oh, wait. It's next week. Next, next week? Oh, yeah, yeah. It's at the end of the month. Yeah. I'm I'm excited to go to this Dang, one. So
0: you're bringing 65 people in San Antonio?
2: Dude, that's good. It's not me. It's the club. The club's, the, the, you know. Dang. It's not just me, but the clubs are. Yeah. Heavy hitter, brother. Yeah, it was Damn. awesome, man. Uh, you know, my parents all went The geekdom people, they were, it was pretty cool
0: to, I guess like what what made it happen was it the like when did you notice the inflection point where it went from like 10 to 15 to 65 all of a sudden like what was it
2: uh well we got into a bigger venue Uh, okay you know how y'all had the capital factory here and y'all were doing it we got into geekdom there got their whole event center you know offering free food free drink that brings in some people you know
0: that brought in me at first Dude, you, don't, you know, you know, you said something there. I don't know if you noticed what you said. Like, if you, if you grow into the, your your space, it's probably better that way mm-hmm. than it is to like do it randomly at some other place. It's probably better to get a bigger space and then grow into it.
2: Yeah, I mean, and the the whole geekdom staff, they loved it. You know, uh, I had a couple people like freaking out because they were like, "Dude, we," they started at geekdom when I first walked in there to like tour the place, tell them some ideas they were just like blown away. They're like, dude, it's only been like six, seven months and you have like big names here. Like, we love this. Like, yeah, keep it going, whatever we can do. Uh, in December, actually, we're looking to bring in somebody really big. I hope he comes down and- uh, Who? Jeff Booth. What, really? Sir Jeffness, I hope he comes Whoa. down. Yeah, we're working on it.
0: Dude, tell him to, tell him to come to the Bitcoin Commons, man. Do I a mean, whole
2: speaking that day. Yeah, it's right down the road. Um, so uh, yeah and uh, I was actually approached to take it even to a bigger venue it's gonna be on top of a bank of all things
0: whoa which bank
2: uh the frost frost tower downtown downtown, isn't that a local bank I don't know I don't know I don't think so could be Mm. the building's real nice it looks like a capital factories all glass way different design (sighs) yeah Yeah, dude those fiat institutions have a
0: very deep pockets
2: Oh, yeah. Man, I had to break that down to... Uh, you know, we had a couple shit coiners go through. To the oh, really? Event, of course. Uh, just trying to push, always trying to sell. And uh, they were saying it's like $10,000 to rent that out. And I was just like, yeah, see, we don't... Nah. I was like, yeah, we don't... Y'all, y'all, the fiat, I brought that up, how big corporations and fiat, altcoins, they have all that fiat backing them so they can do things like that. And then I was just showing him our event. And it was like, yeah,
0: we spent maybe... Yeah, with Bitcoin, it's yeah. different. It's like it's, 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 it has to start from the bottom up with Bitcoin. It's grassroots, it's open source. And
2: it wasn't and it wasn't like a, it's not a selling thing. That's why I tell a lot of people, I'm like, we're not trying to sell anything. That's yeah, there's nothing to sell. What's so different? Yeah. It's education. Exactly. I would rather see the city come up, you know, before any of any of this comes to me.
0: And I think that's why that's I think that's why San Antonio Bitcoin Club has been very successful in this in such a short run, is because you're operating in the light like that. You know what I mean? Learning from y'all. I, I, I take a lot of notes. I'm a little sponge when I come. Just grateful that. Uh, it's, it's all you, man. It's, yeah, you, you, it was, it's, it's your, it's your doing, it's your sister. It's, it's all of y'all over there. It's, um, it's like, what you guys have done.
2: Well, how you were saying, you know, when you bring people in, you know, they tend to learn faster here and all that. Oh yeah, I guess so. Yeah, that, I can see that. I, I mean, I wasn't doing this and then watching y'all kill it, you know, allowing me to help in whatever capacity I can. No, dude, you used to, do you remember the Bitcoin block party? The Bitcoin block party the was the last one for last year. We were running around like crazy, men Before Matt Dono, <laughs> do coming, up. <laughs> Dono coming up, Dono coming up. Tell us that story, dude. Straight up, me and uh, me and Kyle were setting up some signs at the uh, truck at the uh, food truck park. And uh, I remember we were just like, Oh, how are we gonna do this? And then some guy just randomly shows up, like, Hey, I'm here to help. And we just both look up, and it's Dono, big old smile, looking you know, fresh always. And like me and Kyle just look back at each other. It's like Project Mayhem. <laughs> and then that's when you just look back at him like, yeah, sure. Yeah, we, we definitely need some help. And like Donald was like 100% down. Whatever you need, I got it. Yeah, he comes with it. Was I the only person that was freaked out by the whole Project Mayhem thing that well, day? It's weird because we had been talking about it like a couple of days before that. It was in the, and then that thing that happens and it was like, whoa.
0: Do you remember? this is just clarify this for people who listen to the pod. So I think I've been telling this story. Tell me if this is correct, G. Do you remember me calling you like the night before the Bitcoin block party and saying, hey, because I think I was with, I think I was with Alex. Here, here, here let, me tell, let me tell you I know what you're doing. I, 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 think, I, think I, was, I think I was with Alex. And we were hanging, me and Alex were hanging out. We were like scrambling to get all this stuff. I think we were trying to make the laser mask. And uh, I remember calling you late at night and be like, yo, G., uh, I'm definitely going to need you for the Bitcoin Block Party, what are you And You you said all this stuff like that and I was like Yeah, okay, okay, alright, I'll see you tomorrow And then you said, what did you say at the end Before you hung up? Oh, it uh, was, well, sir, you,
2: sir, you do not Ask about Project Mayhem <laughs> <laughs> Sir, you said you would say that
0: <laughs> When you said That, I was like I was like, wait, what did we hear We hung up and then I looked I was like, wait, what did we Just hear? And then I didn't think anything Of it <sighs> didn't think anything of it i was just like okay geez just probably just acting you know and then the next day that happens well no no the next day i think i was talking to to erica okay and we were like and it was the same thing conversation like yo erica where's this blah blah blah. i'm looking for michael blah 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 and then she literally hung up the phone and she said like project mayhem it doesn't matter car project mayhem still a go and she hung up that's awesome. So the whole day I was freaking out because <laughs> I was like, wait, what the F is going on? Like, who, what, what, like, are you guys all trolling me at the same time? Like, like what is going on? Because everybody was talking about Project Mayhem, except for me. I don't even think I'd even met Erica then. So like, yeah, that I, yeah, I
2: guess we just all saw the same thing. And it was like, <laughs> Project Mayhem is a go. And then you, and then you said
0: Donald showed up for duty. You're like, reported for duty sir.
2: <laughs> Reminds me of the movie Where they they show up On the, the doorsteps that oh, them, yeah and, and them live on And he's like You you're too Blonde They're trying to break them, And then they eventually Bring them in Dude that's
0: such a great movie Man Fight Club Classic I heard the book's really good too I've never read the book yet Oh yeah by um, Gosh what's his name Damn He was really popular in, in the
2: 2000s My sister was saying She read that That the original one was good And I think they had a sequel And she's like That one was good too Did a sequel to Fight Club? The book they had a book uh, that was a sequel. Really? Um, what happens in the book? Uh, I don't remember. I, I just remember, I think she told me that there was a sequel, but she said that one was real good too. She said in the original Fight Club book, it's really good because uh, they leave a lot of it out of the movie, like the internal dialogue that, that uh, the main character is going through, Tyler, mm-hmm. you know? Uh, yeah. I mean, it was a great movie. Yeah, I got to read that book. You have to read the book,
0: man. Yeah. it will be my Audible pick this week. Ooh. <laughs> um yeah, dude, you, you've just been, uh yeah, dude, like ever since I met you, man, you've just been, um, yeah, at least for me, like, like I've always looked at you as somebody like where the journey began and where you are now. And it's just like seeing that transformation over the course of like the past year at this point, it's, um yeah, dude, it's, it's kind of cool, man. Like you've, 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 uh, you've started off like literally as a pleb coming to like austin bitcoin club and then where you are now like doing san antonio bitcoin club now moving into geekdom and now taking that to the next level um dude it's it's for me seeing your growth is like kind of cool man Like i appreciate like, uh, that man. it's like one of those things is like, it's like sometimes all you need to do is just be be around somebody and like you can influence them in the in the light you know i think you're a testament of that so
2: I mean, it all started uh, Miami, 2021, when I met Alex. Uh, I remember I showed up at a Fiat job, you know, six to six. Actually, it was like four a.m. to six p.m. Yeah, uh, some Fiat hours, man. It was not with fun. The it was not fun. But I remember uh, 2021. I was like that, and then we went 2022, and I saw some of the people that I had uh, hung out with at 21. Mr. G out of New York. That was oh main yeah
0: yeah. Did I tell you I met Mr. G? Yeah, we were at the into at the uh, at the uh, the Miami bar. Which yeah. that was that where was I met. the one where the plebs were
2: all crowded in the dude, bar. That was that, wild. That, I
0: had to leave that bar, dude. I was just yeah. Like, we, we were there man. for a little bit. and We walked we're out like, too. I was like, yeah. but yeah, I met Mr. G.
2: Yeah, and I remember yeah. when I met him, and I inter- I introduced you to him, and I think uh, you
0: did. Yeah, I introduced like two G's in the same room.
2: G E and then G, right? I, uh, no, I introduced him to Carmen. I introduced him to uh, you know all the guys Wait, here. Wait, Carmen Austin. showed up later over there. Carmen, I saw him at like some beach party out oh, there. Okay, dude, Miami was crazy, dude. Um, but like he was telling me, he was like, dude, like you've he's like you're way different from when I met you. Like a lot of people, oh. were, he was like, when I met you, you were like standard nine to five. You know, you have retirement, all this stuff. <laughs> you <laughs> you kind of were just fundamentally modeling. changes you, man. Yeah, I mean, uh, being around you guys, man, you know how you were saying, uh you get smarter around when I, when I came here, you know, no longer am I the smartest man I know, you know, in Bitcoin. Now I have, you know, you have a super test net here. You have a uh, Tristan, you have a, uh, don't dox them all. Oh, oh. <laughs> just kidding. Oh, I'll There's just some people some. that don't want to be named that. They're here. True. True. But uh, yeah, y'all have such a, such great minds here. And yeah. like, you know, they just help sharpen
0: you. Yeah, it does dude. He built out a, um, I think he said he built out a, Testnet yesterday or something. Okay, um, so now he's fulfilling his name. <laughs> <So>. <laughs> um, yeah, man, it's a it's a good place, man. It's a good place. I can't wait to see the San Antonio version of it, though. What is that gonna look like? You know, what do you think? Uh, I, mean, I think it'll look like uh,
2: you know, like here, my uh, like how it is in Nashville, it's like a hacker space. Yeah, just to uh, I just want to create a. We want to create a place where. You know, there's no real source that you can go to for Bitcoin information and knowledge. You can look all over the Internet. There's a whole bunch of misinformation, good information. But uh, I think it'd be really cool if you had like an actual local source where you can like go and, Mm -hmm. you know, you know, these people aren't going to BS you. You know, it's not a scam. Mm -hmm. I hear a lot of people telling me, you know, they've had a lot of scams run through the city. Yeah. In the past, you know, especially with the big, you know, the big booms back in 2017. Right, and uh, that's why I say, like, well, we're just trying to educate the community and uh, bring Bitcoin events to the city. Yeah. Uh, not trying to sell anything.
0: Yeah, I think, I think, I think you're, I think you're, you're right, right on the path, dude. I think everything's gonna be, um, yeah, I think everything's gonna be just fine. I think you just keep, just keep doing the way you're doing it. Don't, don't look up. Just keep going in the direction. Let the light lead you, and I think you'll be fine. Just that, think
2: it will. Just uh, yeah. I I was telling Joe Kelly the other day, uh, y'all offset a Bitcoin standard. And that's what I feel like I'm bringing back to my hometown and uh, just really standing on the shoulders of giants. Yeah,
0: Yeah, as were we, when we started everything here, it's like, you know, people like Joe, people like Parker, you know, basically a lot of people from Unchained, Jimmy, I don't want to dox the rest of them, but they know who they are. Like we was already, we already had a foundation here and all we had to do was build on top of it. Like, as long as we keep doing that, because the next generation is going to come, they're going to build on top of us that's all we need to be for Bitcoin to win. And I think uh, collectively, I think we're all headed in that direction. So at least here in Austin, San Antonio, it sounds like it's coming up. I mean, uh, so, in Texas, on Texas, man. I
2: was going to say Texas Let's in go. general, I did a little opening speech and I uh, you know, told the whole room cause I feel like they're in a bubble back home. And I was like, you know, if, I don't know if y'all know what's been going on these last couple of years, but Texas has become Bitcoin country. And I mentioned, you know, Slim with the beef initiative, out of Amarillo, West Texas.
0: Yeah, he's all knocking all that stuff out too, man. I, we didn't even, I didn't even. Yeah, dude, because if you think about Slim's all knocking out the panhandle stuff. Mm-hmm. We got San Antonio. We got Austin. And then we need, I don't know how Dallas is doing. Have you checked into Dallas?
2: Dallas, I know they're, uh, I mean, they're just kind of fragmented right now because the whole Metroplex is pretty big. But yeah. I mean, you got Gary and out
0: there. I know the Houston team. I was talking to, to Nate from Voltage. I know the Houston thing is working there. Uh, we got Base fifty eight out there, but but yeah. I feel like the Dallas scene, like I you don't got see Boom. anything. You got
2: Bitblock Boom out of but there, but they're here. <laughs> yeah, but it started there. It started there. Yeah,
0: you know? they should they should take it back to Dallas because I feel like that was one of the things I missed about Bitblock Boom this time around was like, didn't feel like a normal Bitblock Boom. It should have been in Dallas. I
2: actually thought it was pretty cool to have it here because uh, it was like a, a Miami Bitcoin here in Did Austin. You? I didn't have to. Yeah, mm-hmm. I didn't. I, I kind of knew where to go. You mm-hmm. know, it was. I, I thought it was pretty
0: interesting. I like going to Dallas because that's the only time I go.
2: <laughs> I was going to say, oh, yeah, I don't go to Dallas. <laughs> I'll go, go,
0: go to Dallas for that. Houston's cool. Yeah, Houston's awesome. Uh, man. And then I love San Antonio. It feels like home.
2: I uh I, Yeah, I brought up, you know, at the meeting how, uh you know, now that San Antonio is plugged in, you know, we formed this Texas triangle down here. Oh, uh-huh. I mean, uh, tell me more. I feel like it's... uh. I feel like San Antonio is the tip of the spear that will push Texas into this new digital era that we're oh
0: that bold, we're walking into
2: bold statement. G. I do. Now you got to live up to it. Working on it, brother. <laughs> Working on it. It's a lot of work. It's been fun.
0: Thanks for coming on the show, man. What else? What are, what are you going to do next? What do you What do you got planned? What's going uh, on? What's next?
2: Well, now uh, trying to get you know something like this going on. Uh, starting to record some podcasts back. What? Then. Yes, sir. We record. Are you a TikTok influencer? Is that what you're oh, going God. for? Oh God, he's an influencer. Nah, uh, just gonna push out content from the city, man. Uh, get the get San Antonio more out there on the national level, and uh, yeah, just to let everybody know. You know, everybody knows Austin is doing big things already. Houston, um, yeah. You know, we're not far from y'all, so it's kind of like, hey, we're yeah. we're also doing things. You know, we should let, let's try this as well. Um, but yeah, man, it's all for the city.
0: The When's city, the next the uh, San Antonio Bitcoin Club? It's going to be
2: the second Thursday of every month. So the next one, because the next month's a little
0: weird. Yeah, because we're going to be, are we, is that the one we're going to be at TapConf? Uh, no, that's the uh, that's the 7th? Is that, or no, the that's, 14th? That's
2: y'all, yeah. Ours is going to be the 13th. Oh October yeah, we're going to be in TapConf. Gosh, dude. I heard might? great things about that.
0: Yeah, you should go, but oh, no, man. it doesn't look like you can.
2: Not right uh, now. We'll get there eventually. Yeah. I uh, I kind of felt like I was talking with my uh, my stepdad. You know, we talk a lot, we share a lot. I joke that he's my best student because uh, he was the first guy to actually listen, you know, to Bitcoin and what I would speak it and understand it, and uh, kind of like the OGs here, man. Like when we had Bitblock Boom, some of them were just doing LobbyCon, a lot of them were, mm-hmm. and I didn't get it at first, but after going, you know, getting more focused, you know. I'm uh, I'm done shaking hands and you know saying San Antonio mm. to people's face. It's time to build. You know, yeah. Everybody already knows what the city is and what we're doing. So it's like, yeah. Head down,
0: you know. Yeah. Get to work. Yeah, there's something to be said about that. About um, just like not looking up and just like okay, finishing this. Okay, what's next? And then finishing that. Okay, what's next? And it's just like just keep going, 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 going. And then yeah, it's good to take a breather every once in a while. But yeah, that's what Sundays are for. <laughs> <laughs> yeah <laughs> That's what Sundays are for man That's when you like Look up During the week I don't know man That Like for me I Like for me and myself I, I try to stay off Twitter As much as possible I mean it's really hard to I, These days I'm mostly just on Nostra stuff Nostra channels And like You know Yeah And just kind of Doing that kind of stuff It's like It's
2: um You know who I uh, You yeah. know who I really respect That got off Twitter Who uh, Rockstar Oh really is that I mean, a part of his funeral? I'm assuming. Oh wow. I would assume. It, so that I, I assume that's what it was. So that's uh-huh. why I'm like, man, that's that's pretty cool. You know, him being him and uh, Yeah Yeah, he he cut that cut that line off. Oh, wow. It's not a bad thing, you know.
0: Yeah, that's um yeah, that's that's interesting. Yeah. I think I think th- I think there's a way, um I think there's a way to get stuff done still be on Twitter, but maybe it's like a little harder. Probably I can see that. I mean, you build stuff
2: and then, you know, others will speak of your work for you, you know, you yeah. Know, no longer are you bragging or talking about yourself. You have others calling good point. Calling you great, you know,
0: good point. Yeah. Maybe that's what we all should all do. Okay. Let's all jump off of Twitter. <laughs> <laughs> Delete. Uh, yeah. dude. well, it's like Kyle was out there trying to get our attention. So we should probably wrap this up, but, um, yeah, man. Thanks for coming in. Thanks for flying in to Austin. Wait, did you fly in or you drove in? I drove in, brother. Okay, cool, man. Thanks for making the track, man.
2: I appreciate y'all, uh, everything y'all do here, man. I appreciate y'all uh, giving me your time. When can they find that that new pod that you got releasing? Or where do we, where do we find it at? You can find it on Spotify. It's on Apple Music. Uh, it be on FoundNap, Podcasting 2.0. It's uh, Alamo Bitcoin.
0: Alamo Bitcoin. Check it out, everybody. Alamo. We'll link it here in the show notes.
2: Actually, two. One more. Yeah. Tomorrow, uh, I will be taking over another podcast. It's called uh, Hard Money, Hard Knocks.
0: Ooh, Hard Money, Hard Knocks. Sounds like a hard in the paint podcast. It's a
2: real uh, real grassroots-based one,
0: man. very excited for that one. So Okay, so Hard Money, Hard Knocks, and then you have the Alamo Bitcoin. Those are both? Hard Money, Hard Knocks is just one. Oh, Hard Money, Hard Knocks is- One, one, and then uh, Alamo Bitcoin. Bitcoin. So those two will be uh, podcasts to check out. And you're going to have them up because I'll probably release this next week. So Yeah, we should have them up by next week. Okay, I'm going to check it out, dude. I'm going to subscribe.
2: Yeah, I'm very excited, man. Uh, Get to talk with other founders on the other one. And one's going to be more of a national level. And the other one's, you know, all local. So I get the best of both worlds. Nice, dude.
0: That's really smart. Yeah, I like that.
2: I'm yeah, looking forward to
0: learning. Can't a wait lot. to see G's writing. When are you gonna start writing? Every time I see, I'm like, When are you gonna start writing? I've been working on that a little bit, man. I I uh, wrote a little article about our last
2: pleb say we had. That's okay. our that's our. That's at
0: sanantoniobitcoinclub.com. Yes, that's
2: Bitcoin. what we call. Uh, you know how y'all have uh they have here like the Socratic seminar, and y'all have what the what was it the pleb uh, pleb symposium pleb symposium. I was trying to think of a I was trying to think of a cool name like that, but uh, there's a. There's a very uh limited amount of words that uh tie to those two. And those are like the best. So I was like, uh oh, pleb say, you know, every pleb plebs should say have a is say good. Every pleb should I have a say. Hey, hey man, whatever works for you. So uh yeah. It's make it up as you go along. Make it come to mind. It's been going good so far, so I'm just gonna keep going. Yeah.
1: And